tonight, not with a sermon, not just, not just something that was a great thought, but I come before you tonight for, with a word of God for our church. How many people during this 24-hour prayer chain received a word from God? Raise your hand. If you received a word from God directly, keep your hands up all across this building. If you received a word from God directly, okay, God is, God is moving, God is working in this church. And tonight He has a very specific plan for us. It is, it is, not, it is not just another sermon. I, I promise you this, I have never preached in this manner before. But God simply spoke a few words to me, and I'm going to share that with you tonight. Before I begin, I, I want to ask truly, how many have a desire in this place to be in the will of God in your life? A complete desire. I want to go before God one more time, and I want you to ask God to activate that desire tonight. Completely. God, right now, we come before your throne one more time. Humbly, Jesus, but boldly. We ask you, Jesus, now to begin to activate your power in McCormick's Creek Church, God. Upon your body, God, upon, upon what you want us to do, Jesus, I pray, Lord, now be the time for the radical change that is coming. In the name of Jesus, we ask this by your power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord spoke to me, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before, and, and uh, down in the men's prayer room, and, I, and I, um, I felt him. He spoke very, very directly to me, and, and, and I didn't say anything. And then Brother Krause, being sensitive to the Spirit, said, someone received something from God, will you share it? And when he said that, I, I automatically said, okay, this is not just for me, but this is for the church. And he simply said, there's a transition, God said, there's a transition that's going to take place where men and women in the church no longer look at him just as father, but they begin to look at him as husband. That was, that was two Sundays ago. Brother Robertson on Sunday night of last week preached a, preached a, a message about the marriage. And he talked about getting ready and being the bride of Christ. That was, that was, I didn't talk to him about that, did I? I haven't said a word to him about that, but that was the word of God. He came forth and said, there's a transition in our church where we're going to stop thinking of him as just father. But we're going to begin to think of him in a more intimate way. That he's our husband. And I know for men that may seem a little strange, but I'm going to tell you, if you can get the concept of what God is to us, we are the bride of Christ and if we can understand this in its fullness, this church is going to radically change. Radically change. As I began praying during the time of this 24-hour prayer meeting, um, I was in here, Brother Brian Silvers was here with, with me praying. And um, we began to pray, and I just, I, I just sought God. And I got to a place of prayer, and tell me if you've been to this place. You, you don't realize where you're at. You don't realize you were sitting in the church. I didn't even, I didn't even realize Brother Silvers was around. I began to pray in a, a way that was so deep and so moving, and I simply said, God, speak to me. What do you want? What is your desire? And he said four words. It's time 
to activate. And it hit me, and I said, oh, God, what is your desire? What do you mean activate? It's time to activate. He said, there are people that are sitting in our congregation and in our churches, and in this church right now, who have felt inadequate. They have not felt good enough. They have things beating them up from years ago. And it is time to get rid of those things and activate the will of God and the gifts of God in their lives. As we began to pray in the prayer room tonight, a word of God through tongues interpretation in the men's prayer room came forward. And as it came forward, God simply said, He said, you are my people. And He said that I have seen your faithfulness in your prayers. And and I'm not going to forget that, but I reward faithfulness. And He said, therefore, as you go out... He said, you will do my will and you will plow down every enemy that stands before you. How many have had some enemies stand up against them recently? The Lord has spoken. This is not me. This is the Word of God who said you're going to plow down every enemy that stands in your way. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a radical change that's going to happen tonight. God is doing something. This isn't me. This isn't about anybody up here. But God is moving in McCormick's Creek Church tonight. He's moving for a specific reason because there is a day coming shortly where He is coming back for a bride. And I want to be ready for that day. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah! 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 That's it. Let's worship Him from our hearts for just a minute. Hallelujah! 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 From the depths of my spirit, God, I shout hallelujah! Oh, glory to your name! In the name of Jesus, how many would testify that your prayer life has changed radically in the last couple, in the last two weeks? Something's been different about when you get down on your knees in prayer. It's just not some routine, but there's a, there's a Spirit of God that just crushes on you and you just begin to pray in a way that, that has not been there. Testimonies all across this prayer is changing at our church. The Spirit of God is moving differently. It's not routine. It's not routine anymore. It's not just Sunday night church. It's like, God, what are you doing in the Spirit tonight? There's a desire in just something. What are you doing tonight? What, what is it? What is it? What's your will for this week? God, is there anybody I can pray for? Is there anybody, anybody, you got a word for me, Jesus? Has anybody felt like that? It's felt like there's something powerful moving in your spirit. It's happening all over this place. I am thankful to be a part of this church at this time. Thankful to, to be able to minister to our young people and, and minister to you guys tonight. And if you would, I'd like you to turn in your Bibles to Galatians chapter 5, verses 5 through 7. I'm going to be reading out of the Amplified Bible just because what it says just uh, adds a little bit more to what I'm trying to get across tonight. Galatians 5, chapter 5 through 7. This is the Amplified Bible up here as well. If you're there, say amen. All right. It says... Uh, Starting with Galatians 5, verse 5, it says, For we, not relying on the law, but through the Holy Spirit's help, by faith, key word, anticipate and wait 
for the blessing and good for which our righteousness and right standing with God, this, our righteousness and right, sta- and right standing with God is this, our conformity to His will and purpose, thought and action, causes us to hope. To hope. For if we are in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision or uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith. Keyword. Second keyword. Activated. Every man is given a measure of faith, but there is a point in time where there is an activation that must happen. And tonight is the night where faith is going to be activated. And energized and expressed and working through love. I don't care how much faith or activation you have. If you don't have the love of God in your heart, you're not right. You're not right. There, there ought to be a love in your spirit that says, I don't care about my brother or sister's downfalls. I just want to be there to lift them up. I want to be that person that helps them up. I don't want to push them down in the ground. I want to be there to lift that person up. You were running the race nobly. Who has transferred in, hindered and stopped you from? You're, you heeding and following the truth. Who is, who's interfered? Who, who stopped you tonight from, from understanding the truth? Who? Think about that. Who is there? Normally it's just us. It's just us. The Bible says this, that the truth will make you free. And tonight if you'll allow the Spirit of God to move in your life, then the truth surely will make you free. Do you believe that with me tonight, church? Do you believe that with me? Let's go to God one more time in prayer and say, God, let the truth make me free in my spirit tonight. God, we come before you one more time across this whole place and we ask for your activation in our lives, God. Lord, I pray now in the name of Jesus that you'll move in a mighty way, God, across this entire place, Lord. Not let there not be one soul in this place that goes home unchanged, God, but allow our spirit to move in a mighty and wonderful way. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Blessed is your name forever. Blessed is your name. You may be seated if you want. As I said, the Lord spoke these words yesterday to me. It's time to activate. And tonight will be different because this message is, just, is not just to hear, but we will all be participating as God will be imparting many spiritual gifts or reactivating gifts that you have already have but have, that have been kind of dormant for a time. They've been there, but it's dormant for a time. The time is now that the church begins to move in a different way. It's no longer that we can depend on a program or what another church is doing to help us fulfill the calling of God. We can't just look around and say, hey, this, this church is growing by leaps and bounds. What's going to help us seek and save that which is lost? Let's do what they're doing. No longer. That, that can't be the way. There has to be a time and place where there is a spiritual move of the Holy Ghost in our lives. God has called us to a deeper place in Him. How many of you 
If you, how many of you in this place have felt this deeper calling in your lives? Would you stand to your feet if you have felt this? There's just something deeper that God is moving in you. All across, I want you to stand, stay standing for just a moment. Church, I want you to look at this. There's something deep moving. God is calling us to a place. There's a deeper move in the Spirit. Something's going on. See, we, we've thought here, we've thought here that God's calling me. But I'm afraid to step out. I want you to look around. That God has been calling people, men and women, all over our church. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be scared. You don't have to be worried because God is doing this for our entire church. This is not just something He's doing for you, Sister Evans. God is moving in our church and saying, I'm ready to activate somebody. I'm ready to activate someone. Someone that's been feeling desperate. A need to be with me. I'm ready to move in their life. I'm ready to change the way they live every day. He said, I'm going to change your Mondays and I'm going to change your Tuesdays. That's what He's going to do. Somebody's getting a hold of it over here right now. Somebody's getting a hold of this activation. Oh, can we give God a hand clap real quick? Can we give Him some praise? God is activating people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who cares about your inadequacy? Who cares about that stuff? It doesn't matter. If God be for you, then who can be against you? If God's going to be on your side, there's not one person, there's not one entity on the face of the planet where, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Nobody can stop the moving of the Spirit of God. Nobody can stop. They can stop you, but they can't stop Him. And if I'm in Christ Jesus, that's all that matters. In the name of Jesus. Often we... The Word of, the God, word of God came to me. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I've never been so clear in this. This is what the Lord spoke to me. He said, often we look at other people's designs and we're envious of that design. But the cross, you're prettier than me. Envious. Envious. Brother, Brother Tony, you're taller than me. I wish I, if I was your tall, I could dunk a basketball. Envious of other people's design. Of the way that they are in Jesus. Envious of how they preach. Envious of how they teach. Envious of how they sing. Envious of how they put on dramas. Envious of the stories that they tell in the miraculous working of God. They're envious. We, we, we often look at others and compare what they do to what we do. There's this scale that we use. And we, we have this, this lower level. Well, I clean the toilets at the church. I just, I just give offering, you know. In abundance. It's just not that much that I do. I don't really do ministry. We, we compare. We compare against each other. God, God spoke to me very clearly in this. He said, the Lord, He put in my spirit to tell you that He does not measure you from our level. God does not look at you from ground level. He doesn't look at your stature, Brother Williams. Stand up. He doesn't look at your stature, Brother Williams. 
He doesn't, he doesn't compare you. Brother Robertson, stand up. Look, he doesn't compare you. Brother Robertson's taller than Brother Williams. That means his stature. You know, he was Saul, you know, Saul in the Bible right here, and he's the tallest man ahead, two feet ahead, above everybody, you know. There you go. <laughs> yeah, poor Saul. His character couldn't match his anointing. You better be careful about that. His character couldn't match his anointing. That's the problem. The anointing of God hits us in our life, and we think we're right with him. We think we're right with God because I can lay my hands on somebody and something happens. I'm going to tell you something. Billy Cole said this, and he preached a message, and he's, he's passed away. Uh, but he preached a message, and he, he said this. He said, God told, told me one day I was walking. He said, God told me something. He said that you're no longer going to have to pray for people to get the Holy Ghost. They're just going to happen. It's just going to happen. He said, but you better pray for yourself. He said, you better pray for yourself. Just because I'm giving you this gift, just because I'm giving you this gift doesn't mean that you're right. How dare us think we're right just because we come to the house of God. we got to be in Christ Jesus to be right. There's got to be something in us that bubbles up in our spirit and says, I'm in Christ Jesus. I'm not going to partake of the world. I don't want to be a part of the world. How many, how many have a desire in your heart to be separate from the world? Honestly, you want to just be separate from the world? we got to stop acting like them then. If you want to be separate from the world, you've got to stop acting like the world. God looks us in a manner. He does not measure you from ground level. God looks, us up, looks, us, looks at us from heaven. And when he sees you from heaven, you know what? Six foot, about five foot seven. Five foot eight. I knew I'd do that on purpose. Six, six, four, six, two, five foot seven look about the same when he's looking from heaven. The works, the works, I feel the Holy Ghost. The works of a lady sitting right here, excuse me, sir. The works of a lady sitting right here praying in Brazil are, are measured, are, are measured differently. They're measured differently. You see what I'm saying? God, 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 doesn't, God doesn't sit here and look at her and say, oh, because you have physical problems, you're spiritual, you know, it, it doesn't matter. It does. You see what I'm saying? He measures prayer greater than he measures preaching. I'm just telling you, a good prayer warrior beat any good preacher any day. I take a full, a full house of prayer warriors over a full house of preachers. I just have a lot of hot air. <laughs> That's the truth. That's the truth right there. You want to know God's will? Shut your mouth and listen for a while. Ask Him what? Say, speak to me, God. Speak to me. Stop trying to do it all by yourself. He does not measure us from a place of ground level. He measures us from a higher place. That means whether my ministry is in giving in the offering abundantly or my ministry is what, like Brother Silvers does. That man helps this church in a, in a very physical way. Staying every single service to lock the doors. That's a ministry, people. That is a ministry. That is a God-given ministry. Some of you won't be ushers. Some of you won't be greeters. Some of you won't help in a physical manner. Some of you won't be at this men's work day. You know why? It's not good enough. Let me, I'm just trying to be honest here. 
I've I've been accused of being too blunt, but I'm sorry. (laughs) It just doesn't change. God measures you based on His scale. And that that scale is, is simply, Brother Krauss, are you in His perfect will? Are you doing exactly what He desires? And if He desires you to be a prayer warrior, then that's what you better be. If he desires you to be an intercessor, then that's what you better be. If he desires you to be an evangelist, that's what you better be. If he desires you to be a toilet scrubber, then that's what you better be. There are both physical and spiritual needs in our church. I could preach there for an hour and a half. He doesn't measure us that. God wants us to be in a place of unity. And that will only come when each person is in their place doing the work God has called them to do. How many of, how many of you can honestly say that you know right now what God has called you to do? If you know that, please stand to your feet. You know right now the calling of God in your life. Be honest. Okay, now, those of you that think you know the calling of God in your life, stand up. Okay. Look across this place. Ask yourself this question. Are you doing what he wants you to do? Are you in his perfect will right now? If God has spoke to you to preach in the jail, are you preaching there? If God has spoke to you to be a musician, are you playing? If God has spoke to you to be a pastor, are you on your way to be in? If God has spoke to you to work in youth ministry, are you working? If God has spoke to you to be a Sunday school teacher, are you teaching? If God has spoke to you to volunteer at the church once a week, are you volunteering? Are we doing what God has desired and called us to do? Thank you. It can be any number of things. As I said, it could be intercession to teach, to help the church in a physical manner or a financial manner. It may be to preach or operate in the gifts of the Spirit. God calls us all to be different and not to be the same. If we all did the same things, it would be a very weird world. If we all just sang, that's right, nothing would get done. We'd all want to sing all the time. Wouldn't sound very good either, probably. So God is saying to you tonight, find your place. You don't believe me? Turn to Romans chapter 12, verses 4 through 6. And I'm going to read out of the Amplified again. For as in one physical body we have many parts, organs, and members. And all of these parts do not have the same function or use. So we, numerous as we are, are one body in Christ, the Messiah. And individually, we are parts one of another, mutually dependent on one another. That means that I depend on you to do what you're called to do. And if you're not doing what your calling is, if you're not doing what you're supposed to be working in, then, then part of me is not working because I'm in the body of Christ. 
And if we're not all in that perfect place, if we're not all doing what we're called to do, then it doesn't work the right way. Find your place. Having gifts, faculties, talents, qualities that differ according to the grace given us, let us use them. He whose gift is prophecy, let him prophesy according to the proportion of his faith. If God has called you to do something, then do it. And do whatever it takes to make it a reality in your life. Whatever it takes. I, I, I'm going to take, take some time right now, and I'm, this is where it gets different. But God is going to move. And it, what God was doing earlier in the service was simply preparing you. He was preparing you. He was preparing to activate. Do you believe me? Do you feel that in the spirit? This is what I want to happen. And this is what God has specifically dealt with me. If I leave anything out, I'm sorry, but God has specifically dealt with me on these points. But if, you've been, if you have been called to be an intercessor or a prayer warrior, I want you to come to the front. If, there, if you think, even if you just think that's what your calling is, I need you to come to the front. My God. Okay. All right. What we're going to do right now is something a little different. These men up here on the platform are going to pray for these individuals that are down here. And when they pray, God is going to activate that calling fully in their lives. And when He activates it, there's nothing that's going to stop. There is nothing that is going to stop you. You are going to plow down the enemies. That's what the Word of the Lord said. You're going to go forward. Church, if you would stand and you would reach your hands towards this. Ministers, if we could begin to pray for these. Right now, in the name of Jesus. If you feel a desire and you're out there and you want to pray for somebody specific, you come up and do it. In the name of Jesus, I'll pray right now. That's it, God. Do in me what your desire is. My calling is in intercessory prayer, God. Activate that calling completely and fully in my life. Do not let any intimidation, God, happen in my life. None, Lord. That's it. That's it. I feel it now. It's breaking. It's breaking. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. That's it. That's it. That's it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you, in your spirit, if you have felt that you are supposed to be a giver or some kind of helper in the church, just, just to help in a physical manner or, or something like that, I want you to come down to the front, to the front over on this side. If you feel that in your spirit, if you feel like, you know, you're called to be a giver, the Bible says to give cheerfully, if that's what you're called to be, or if you're called to be just a help. Anything that the church needs, that, that's what I want to do. I just want to help. If that's, your, if that's your calling, the deacons, if that's your calling, I really feel strong in that. That's all right. Come down here. That's it. That's it. 
I know that's my desire. Whatever needs done, I want to fulfill that. That's it. Anybody else? Anybody else feel like that? Just whatever, whatever needs done in the church, I just want to be a helper. Okay. All right. Let's Ministry, let's go over to the left side now, and I want to begin to pray for them right now. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, that's it. Church, God is activating right now. He is activating ministry. He is activating ministry right now. God spoke to me and He told me tonight if, if these people that come down here would make a physical move, that He would make a spiritual move. That's what He said. That was His word. If they'll make a physical move down here, I'll make a spiritual move in their lives. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. If you have a calling in your life, if you have a calling in your life um, to be a teacher or a Bible study teacher, I want you to come to the front. I want you to come right over here. Stand right over here on this left side. If, if, God, if you know my, my calling is to be a teacher, it's to be a Bible study teacher, some kind of teaching in that manner, I want you to, whether it's a Sunday school teacher or it's a youth teacher, whatever it may be, maybe it's a teacher. God's called me to teach on Sunday mornings. I know it's His will. If that's what you want, I want you to come stand over here. If those of you that are praying could just move down just a little bit over to this side, I'd appreciate that. Thank you. Okay, God is, that's a calling, all right. Church, I'm just middle way right now. I'm just middle way of what God's desire and what His will is. All right, ministry, I just want us to begin to pray, God, to activate our teachers in McCormick's Creek Church. Church, can you pray all across this place? There's going to be impartation that's taking place. Activate our teachers, God. Activate our Bible study teachers. If this is the will of God, if this is the desire, if this is what you want, then activate me, God. Activate me, God, right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That's it. That's it all the way across this place right now. Women's lives. That's it. Come on. Come on. That's it. That's it, brother and sister Brown. And God's activating you right now. God's activating you right now. That's it. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, God, for activating me. Thank you, God, for activating me. Oh, blessed is your name. Blessed is your name. If there's any kind of tongues interpretation, if there's any kind of, of, of calling in your life that you've felt that the gifts of the Spirit have just kind of come up and you've wanted to, but, but, but maybe you have in the past, but you've not recently, or maybe you are, I want you to come over to the right side. If you, if you feel that calling in the gifts of the Spirit, I want you to come over to the right side. Be careful of those that are praying down here. Be careful of those that are praying. I just keep going over, keep going over, that's it, keep going over. All right, that's it. Anybody, come on, that's it. If you feel this, I'm telling you, God is moving in a mighty way tonight. He's activating McCormick's Creek Church. So if you have felt this, 
I'm getting some of these people, they're coming from this side, they're coming to that side, they're going to this side. That's fine with me. I want you to, I want you, if you feel that, if you've ever even thought about it or you desire it, I want you to come over here. If there's a desire in your heart that says, God, I just want to be used in the gifts of the Spirit somehow, I want you to come over here. Okay. Ministry, let's begin to pray for them right now. Ministry, let's get, begin to pray for them right now. That's it right now. All across this place, reach your hands forward and pray that God will loose the gifts of the Spirit in these men and women who are desiring this to take place. Right now, I pray. That's it. Right now, I pray in Jesus' name. He wants you doing what you're designed to do. Oh, hallelujah. The last thing that I'm going to do is simply this. If you are not for sure what your gift is or what your calling is and you want God to make it real to you tonight and make it known, I want you to come over to this side of the altar here. On this left side here, I want you to come. If you are not for sure the direction of God in your life, we're going to pray for you and God is going to speak to you and God is going to give you direction in your life completely. That's it. Come on. Anybody in this place, you're not for sure what God's desiring of you. You're not for sure what He wants. Now I know where my young people are at. God's going to provide you surety tonight. God's going to provide you surety tonight. That's it. Parents, if you have a young person up here, get up here and pray with them. That's it. All across this place, ministry. Any ministry across this whole building, I want us to come over here and pray. I want God's perfect will done right now in the lives of these that need direction completely. I'm not for sure what the will of God is in my life, but I know He's pulling me to a deeper place. I know He's pulling me to a deeper place. That's it. Come on right now. Hallelujah. Somebody's hearing God speaking to their lives. Somebody's being cold right now. Somebody's being cold right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, let me be pure in your sight. Let me receive divine direction from you. I won't fight. I won't fight, God. But I want exactly what you want from me. I want exactly what you want from me. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. That's it. Halaboroto Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. That's it, that's it. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's it, Jesus. That's it, Jesus. That's it, Jesus. Speak to me, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Across this building right now, how many of you feel like God has done something? God has activated you specifically. You feel that God has spoken to you, that there is so something has changed, that you had a... You had a a light flipped on. You had a switch turned on. How many people feel that way? How many people feel that way? All right. In Jesus' name. I believe I can see that. I, believe, I, I see people being activated. 
I want to bring to your attention another scripture. You can keep praying. Don't mind me. I just want to bring this to your attention. 1 Corinthians 16.22. It says in the Amplified Bible, If anyone does not love the Lord or does not have a friendly affection for Him and is not kindly disposed toward Him, He shall be accursed. Our Lord will come. And if you read it in the King James, it would say anathema maranatha. Simply meaning, if you don't love the Lord, you're going to be accursed. Why? Because our Lord is going to come. He will come. And in that day, because of a love that is not in your heart, there, you will be cursed. You're going to be cursed. Now there is a key. There is a key to everything that's happened tonight. All of these spiritual gifts that's been loose, there is, there, is, there is a very, very precise thing that we must do. Because remember, as I spoke of Saul, Saul, his anointing was in his life, but his character was not good enough to support that anointing in him. Therefore, we must have a love for Jesus that goes beyond an emotional connection. There is something in us that must love the Lord with all of our hearts. Something that is deep. And, and I'm going to tell you something right now. Love is not a whoo feeling. It's not like that. Love is a commitment. Love is something that says, I'm going to love you and I'm going to place my love on you. God, I'm going to love you because I choose to love you. Love is an action. It's always been an action. We think it's a feeling. It may result in feelings. It may result in His love doing what it's doing tonight because He loved us that much. But there's something in us that says, I must love Him with all of me. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to tell the world that they can go to hell or, or you for that matter. I'm just saying you can operate in the gifts and you can operate in your calling and if you don't love the Lord, you're going to be accursed. If you do it for some kind of motivation other than, God, I want your will in my life, you're going to be accursed. And that means the Lord's going to come one day and you're not going to make it. That's Scripture. That's not me. There are several ways to love the Lord, but the most important part of your relationship is to realize that you must become intimate or close to the Lord. People think of intimacy in a very strange way. But there are actually four levels of intimacy. The first one is an intellectual intimacy. If you'll bear with me for just one moment, I'm almost done. This is where two people exchange thoughts, share ideas, and enjoy similarities and differences between their opinions. If they can do this in an open and comfortable way, they can become quite intimate in an intellectual area. Now relate that to your relationship with God. God wants to be intellectually intimate with you. What does that mean? I must know Him in His Word and when I can exchange thoughts and ideas about the Word of God with Him, there's a connection that's made deeper than a feeling. The second way of being intimate um, is experiential intimacy or inti intimacy activity. Examples of this would be where people get together to actively involve themselves with each other probably saying very little to each other, not sharing any thoughts or many feelings, but being involved in mutual activities with one another. Imagine observing two house 
painters whose brushstrokes seem to be playing out a duet on the side of a house, they may be shocked to think that they were engaged in an intimate activity with each other. However, from an experiential point of view, they would be very intimately involved. This is like the church working together. When everybody's in their place, there's an intimacy comes within the church as well. And as you become intimate with each other in this activity-based stuff, it doesn't mean you have to, it may not be on an intellectual level, it may not be on that thought process, but it may be just, I'm in my place doing what I'm doing, and this other person's doing what they're doing, and it just flows. It just flows. God also is like this with you. There are times in your life when you're not in prayer, but He's intimate with you because you're doing what you're supposed to, and He's doing what He's supposed to, and it just flows. It just flows. A third level of intimacy is an emotional intimacy where two persons can comfortably share their feelings with each other or when they empathize with the feelings of other persons. Really try to understand and try to be aware of the other person's emotional side. Do you guys ever put yourself in the place of our Lord and Savior and say, how does he feel about this action right now? How does he feel about what I'm doing in this current moment? Is my God pleased with me in this place that I am at? Because if he's not, then I don't want to be doing it. I want to please him. You're able to connect on an emotional level and understand others' feelings. Think about that for your brothers and sisters for a second. Imagine if somebody were to fall or somebody were to be going through a hard time, a death in the family. At that point, could you put yourself in their place and say, uh, and imagine how they would feel? What would their desire, what would they want at that time? These are three levels of intimacy that we have to realize that we can attain with God. There's something deeper than just a feeling of Him. There's two ways that that you can develop intimate relationships, and that is by awareness and knowledge. You have to be aware that you need Him and that you want Him and that you love Him. And you must have the knowledge of who He is. Without that knowledge, you will never find intimacy with the Lord. You have to know who Jesus is. You must. There are many barriers to developing and maintaining intimate relationships. Communication is the first. If you never talk to the Lord, it will be very, very difficult to develop an intimate relationship with Him. Without communication, it's almost impossible. Time. You realize it takes time also to develop intimate relationships. And if you want to be intimate with the Lord, then you must give Him your time. As busy as we may be, there should be something in our hearts that says, I love Him enough that He's going to come before all the rest of my busyness. I'm, gonna f- I'm not going to find time. He's, I'm going to find time for the other stuff. He's my priority. Shyness is another one. Do you realize that people that are shy, that are that are by themselves, have a very hard time being intimate with other people and a very hard time being intimate with the Lord because they have certain feelings that are tendencies that make... Don't, they don't want to share themselves. They're very shy. They're very timid. They, they, they feel like they can be hurt very easily. And by opening themselves up and making themselves vulnerable, at that point in time, they, their desire is, it's not worth the feeling of vulnerability in my life to be intimate with our Lord. I'll just settle for what I can get. 
That's not good enough. If you want to be, if you truly love the Lord and you truly want to love him with all your heart, then there must be an intimacy that says, God, I will share everything that I am with you. And if you guys will turn, and this is my final concluding remarks, if the music wants to come, we don't have to have any singing, just a, just a musician or two. In, in Mark chapter 12, verse 30, it says, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And if everybody would stand... The Lord simply spoke, it's time to activate our church. Paul said, though I speak in tongues of men and angels, if I don't have charity translated as love, then I have nothing. doesn't matter what gifts we have in this place tonight, what God is activating you in, if there is not something deeply connecting you to Him, then it will fail. How many of you guys want this activation that has happened in your life to be maintained in your life? Then the last portion of what I'm asking, if you desire that, I want you to come up back to the front and I want you to ask God to simply do this. God, put a, put a deep love in my spirit for you and do not let it fail. Let me set my love upon you, God, with all of my heart, with all of my mind, with all of my soul. I know we've done a lot of praying already, but I'm telling you, this is what God is asking from our church tonight. That we as a church can love Him from the deepest part of our soul. And that's it. Can we go to God before Him right now? Let's go to God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God, from the depths of my spirit, I want to love You. From the depths of my spirit, I want to love you, Jesus. Oh, come on, that's it. Hallelujah. His love is here for us tonight. Let's return it. God, let me know you in an intimate way, in a deep way, God. Let my spirit be close with you, Lord. Let my soul long for you. Let me hunger after righteousness, Lord. Let me thirst after righteousness, Lord. That's it. That's it. Lift your hands to the Lord and let Him do what He's going to do. He's doing something deep in our hearts. For some individuals in here, He is giving you a heart transplant right now. In your current state and condition, it may not be possible to go forward. Therefore, He is changing that condition because there's not going to be an enemy that gets in our way because the gifts in us are activated tonight. That's it. That's it. With all our hearts, can we pour it out to Him? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, that's it. With all our hearts, give me a deep love for you, God. A deep love for my church. A deep love for my brothers and my sisters. 
put it in my spirit.